Welcome to Guest Gab, a recurring segment on the Lee Evie Korean drama podcast show featuring special guest and very lovely man, G. So G is perfect in every way, except that he is not a K-drama addict. However, G has agreed to allow me to give him a K-drama crash course. He is my guest and we are going to gab about K-drama together. Specifically, this will take the form of G watching the first episode of a random K-drama, then explaining it back to me in a first episode recap. Uh, The guest gab will also include some fun trivia. So sit back, relax, and listen to my many attempts to persuade G of the pure joy that is K-drama. Wish me luck. It's recording. Hello, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to a new episode of the Lee Evie Korean Drama Podcast Show. Uh, I'm your host, Lee Evie, and I'm here today for a guest gab episode. So we're recapping the first episode of a random drama, and by we, I mean G. G is going to recap it. Hello. Yes, yes. there's going to be recaps. Yeah. On this very professional sounding. So podcast. professional. Yeah. So we've <laughs> just spent the last ten minutes. So obviously, before we start recording, um, you know, we always do a little test. Where we say something like, test, recording, test, test. And then when we re-listen to that, G has just spent the last 10 minutes turning it into a song with music. I wouldn't say I've turned it into a song. I literally just put some noises behind (laughs) us saying the words test recording. And then he said, it's magnificent. It was magnificent. (laughs) It is magnificent. So um, if you stick around till the end of the episode, (laughs) I'm going to play it. Please do not get your hopes up. This is... (laughs) This, this is on par with the, the rap that I did in that mm. uh, guest gab. The rap imagine. was beautiful. It was magnificent. It was a crap. It was the end of... It was um, a crap rap. That was at the end of our dream high guest gab. Yeah. If you need to go re-listen to his... So if you're still traumatized from that and you don't want to hear any more uh, musical obscenities, then probably avoid uh, the little song that I've made. But if you thought that G's rap was magnificent, then listen on to the end of this episode sure. and enjoy our... I don't know what it is. It's a thing. Yeah. G made a thing. I made a thing. So anyway, today, what we're here... perfect in every way. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Fury Road Mad Max reference. You know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, we are here today to talk about K-drama and not music or Fury Road. So um, today... Why not? Because <laughs> this is a K drama. Oh podcast, yeah, that's right. G. Sorry, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you want to have a Fury Road podcast? You have to make your own podcast. Oh, can I just piggyback on yours? No. Sort of... This is K drama. Okay. All right. All right. So Don't play by the rules. As as everyone who's been listening to this podcast and been listening to our guest gaps for a while knows, uh, usually I pick a random first episode of a K drama. Usually something that I've seen, quite often something that I really like, and then I get G to watch the first episode and recap it. But today, G said that he would pick the K-drama himself. So we went onto one of the streaming platforms and he scrolled through all the thumbnails and he picked a drama. What did you pick? I picked a drama called Man to Man or Man Times Man. (laughs) 
which is man squared, I guess. And tell me what what was it about man to man that attracted you? Well, look, I was looking for something pretty silly. I didn't want to go down a straight up rom com thing. I just wanted something like that would give us a few chuckles, and there certainly was some chuckles in here. It was a lot worse than what I thought, though. Like it's it's a it's a pretty like I think I kind of regretted the decision halfway through. I was like, Aww. what are we actually watching? But I just saw lots of bombastic action. And I think what actually caught my attention was not just the bombastic action in the little trailer, but the music. The music sounded like it sounded like the Mortal Kombat theme tune, um, <laughs> like the old one, the old Mortal Kombat theme tune, um, but with like lots of horns and stuff. So it was definitely trying to excite the the viewer of this show with uh, a very action packed, adrenaline pumping, um, heart racing soundtrack For and sure. that to me seemed like we were going to get um, we're going to have a good time we're going to have at least a decent chuckle <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was some good chuckles yeah um, so Man to Man is a K-drama that is 16 episodes it came out in 2017 mm. and it is a drama that I have never seen so this is the first time we've done a guest game so we're both going into I've fresh fresh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, as I said, my relationship <laughs> to this K-drama is that I didn't really have one. But you knew about it, though. I certainly knew about it. It was yeah. quite popular when it came out. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a bit of buzz about it. It was supposed to be really fun, a bit addictive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really got around to watching it, probably just because there weren't any actors or actresses in this drama that I particularly you know, knew or followed around. So, usually, I guess the way that I pick K-dramas is because there's someone I know and like is going to be in it. Yeah. or there's just a great concept and I'm like, I'll try this even though I don't know anyone in it just yeah. because it sounds cool. Is it like, because to me it seems like they're drawing on like classic sort of spy stuff like James Bond, um, but maybe also like the Bourne Identity, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but then filtering it through just kind of like comedy and hijinks. Is it supposed to be a comedy? I got the impression that there's just certainly, it sounds like it's, it's, a, I, it's I felt comedy. like it it's was a, a light, comedy. It's, it's a like an action comedy. comedy. Yeah. Light and on the I action. think there's going to be rom-com as well. It yeah, wasn't yeah, light on the action. It was loads of explosions in action. No, the but first like half was action. silly action. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty silly. Like I feel like it was intentionally silly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think well, it's, it's clearly not a gritty, serious, yeah. like, you know, really dark thriller yeah. or anything. It's kind of like, like an action you know, comedy his, you know, this is the thing, you know, I'm always like referencing things outside of K-drama. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't annoy anyone. But, you know, so I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I, I need a point of reference to describe my point of view on, you know, K-drama. But it's do like, it, it reminds it. me of, you know, in Community and Troy and Abed <laughs> have that, that, that thing they watch, Kick Puncher. That, that movie or a series that they watch. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like... Community is an American kind of comedy, American comedy show. Just in case you don't know. Very funny. Um, but the, there's two characters in it that are kind of like obsessed with this uh, character called Kick Puncher, who is a, a movie franchise called Kick Puncher, I guess. Um, who and he has punches that like hit like kicks. Hit like kick. <laughs> and from the descriptions of the show, and maybe I think we do actually see some footage of it in that show. I can't remember, but that's like it's a joke in that. But like that's kind of what this is. Like it's sort of just sort of the action in it is just really like over the top and cheesy. It was kind of cool. It's kind of fun. Yeah, like in a really cheesy sort of like this is hilarious kind of way. Yeah, in a fun yeah. way. Well, if you find that kind of thing action. fun, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Mm. If you do, mm. then you do. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, as I always ask, G, what's mm. your relationship with this show? Well, I think we, we established that. I think we I don't, did too. I, don't I probably know. didn't need to ask that question. Yeah. It just it sort of happened. 
right. just happened out, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so before we get started in the actual recap, I just mm. want to play a little game just to warm you up. Like so? <laughs> Fuck no. Like <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. I'd like to keep on my body parts. All parts. right, let's focus in on the K-drama okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect as many external references to this as possible. Well, I guess that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what I want to do is tell you about some K-drama tropes. Okay. And I want to know what you think about them. Tropes, okay. K-drama tropes. Cool. So I want your thoughts on these following K-drama tropes. So these aren't in any particular tropey order. They're just in the order that I thought of them. Let me establish, though, for listeners, that I'm not a fan of tropes in general. All right, so basically your answer is going to be, I hate this. No, no, but just that's where I'm coming from. (laughs) Tropes are not my thing so much, but yeah. I like tropes that I like, and I don't like Mm. tropes that I don't like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You like some tropes, but not others. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the first trope on my list is a trope that I don't think that I particularly like. Right. Uh, it's a weird trope. So, in a K-drama, I think anyone listening to this podcast who has watched enough K-dramas, and I'm presuming that's going to be a lot of listeners, um, so in a K-drama that has a romantic element, yeah. if a woman mm-hmm. vomits on a man, you know that they are destined to fall in love within that K-drama. Okay. How do you feel about this? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really know how to feel about that. I mean, <laughs> like, again, it's it's not so much... Just taking this very seriously. No, it's not so much the specifics <laughs> of the trope to have it. Like, for me, it's like, yeah, whatever. I guess, you know, vomiting, whatever, that's not an issue. But it's more the trope itself. It's like, that to me is like, oh, you know, you know what's going to happen. You know, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, it's like the horror movie. You know, like when you see in the horror movie, in old horror movies, like 80s horror movies, like Hollywood ones, and like, you know, there's a couple and like they have sex or something and it's like, oh yeah, they're going to die, you know? Right. Or there's a guy and it's like, oh, I'm just going to go get some firewood or whatever and split up from the guy. Yeah, you're going to die. Like, you know, it's like, it takes a You just don't like things that are going to signal what's going to happen. that's right. But I I guess the the thing is, like in terms of the vomit trope, Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) if you've got a K-drama, Mm-hmm. and there's an actor and actress and they're both playing the lead roles and Whoa. it's a romantic k-drama and they've cast big name actors and actresses you yeah. already know that they're destined to fall in love but anyway this is exactly why i don't actually watch k-dramas by my own volition mm. like i don't just in, by my volition by you yeah <laughs> you instruct me to watch k-dramas no but Do. this is why i don't like get into things when i know what's gonna like if it's too mm. too much of a thing where you know what you're gonna get, I don't want that so that's, much. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that totally makes sense. Mm. I get that. I'm like that with a lot of stories. I didn't mm. used to be. I think I used to, you know, if I picked up a book, I'd read the last page to yeah. make sure everything would be okay. But, but I don't do that anymore. But I mean, in a general sense, that's not true of me really in a general sense because there's certain things I do watch for certain reasons. You know what I mean? Like mm. I think anything you watch that you have a taste for, you watch for a certain reason. Yeah. Um, but I think when it's too defined, where it's like. Oh, this thing, you know, you know, you know who's gonna to get together. You know who's gonna be like the the third wheel, and it's yeah. gonna be the, the you know that kind of thing where you know very specifics. Like, like if I watch a horror movie, I know that something you know horrible is gonna happen. Horrifying is going to happen. <laughs> you know, like someone's yeah. gonna get killed or someone's gonna get haunted or something. Well, I guess you know. it's that, but taking it to the next level. But I mm. guess you know anyone who's a fan of romance in general, like whether that's romantic K dramas or romance books or mm. just rom coms, like you know, like big Hollywood rom coms, like there is a certain formula to that. Like that is they're they're romance tropes. Mm. No one who likes a good rom com wants to watch a rom com where the couple don't get together. No, but you can get a couple going together. But I say something like that must sounds more interesting to me. Um, even though I didn't watch it, but you described to me some stuff that happens in Dream High. 
Yeah. Can we, if we talk about that, is that going to spoil the heck out of it? I mean, it's like 20 Everyone, we're going to spoil Dream High. Dream High spoilers coming up. So, watching the first episode of Dream High, it was like, to me, it seemed obvious that the couple that was going to be together was the, I can't remember what the main... Played know, by Tekyon. The Yeah, the guy with the... Jingle. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the frozen, frosted tips. And, <laughs> he um, did have frosted tips. And the parkour <laughs> skills. Him and what's yeah. her name, who's really arrogant. Susie. Seemed like obvious. Susie. But then you actually told me that's not even what happens. Yeah, but that's very against the normal. But that's what I mean. But but imagine they, they you get against the tropes, but you still get a really good couple comes together. Like that's so much more satisfying, isn't it? Because like it's not what you expect. It was, and that's know? probably. I mean, I love that drama. That's it's what great. I like. It's like you get. You, but I guess you get the thing you want, but not yeah. the way you thought it was going to go down. You know and I mean? you know there is K dramas mm. like that when it comes to romance tropes. But then mm. at the same time, if you've got a romance and you've cast like a big name actor as the lead male lead the lead male lead and then you <laughs> cast you know an actor that That's isn't as famous as the lead. secondary male second male lead <laughs> then you know who's going to get the girl like they're not going to relegate the most famous act like if it's Lee Min Ho he's not going to not get the girl and the second male lead's mm. going to get the girl so yeah. like you Again. know there's a certain built-in knowledge and if you're a K-drama fan and you know who the actors are then yeah, you, yeah there's spoilers even in just the casting a lot of the times mm-hmm. So anyway, that's how you feel about the vomit trope. Very yes. unrelated to the vomit trope. You wanted an answer. You got an answer. I did. And I guess I wanted to say that the vomit trope, uh, I just mentioned, it mm. just comes to mind straight away that that's used in You're Beautiful when Park shin sort of vomits in the male lead's mouth a little bit. Pretty gross. I thought it was just shoes. Just on, no, on this them. was on his face. Does it happen the other way around? Does the male vomit on the Yeah, lady? this is interesting. Yeah. I thought about that. I was like, does, does the vomit trope reverse? No. no. Okay. I feel like if a dude vomited on a girl, I feel like he would be the second male lead or he'd be like the gross ex-boyfriend at the start of the drama that she then has to leave. What about same-sex relationships? Does it it change the vomit trope there? There's not a huge amount of that in K-drama, but that is changing a bit lately. So I guess a sign of progress would be a same-sex couple that vomit on each other. Or one vomits on the other. Would that be... I mean, the vomit trope, um, I want to say, is that less modern are we seeing that a bit less now i don't know i've never seen it i don't know because i, don't really I just to. watched uh so i married an anti-fan the anti-fan and there's a vomit <laughs> trope in that but okay. that is actually from a few years ago <laughs> okay all right stop <laughs> laughing all right moving on sorry yeah. just the title of that drama is really okay. funny i married the anti-fan <laughs> that's a great drama actually that's what i was doing when we were scrolling for dramas to to watch and I was trying to find the, the drama that had the most ridiculous sounding name. And you chose Man to Man. Well, Man to Man wasn't the most ridiculous sounding name. It, the ones with the most ridiculous sounding names just look too boring for me. I just like, I can't boring. Remember. This oh is gosh. like, oh, rom com, rom com, rom com, rom com, rom com. I'm like, I can't do another one. Because I was thinking more, yeah, I, 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 then I thought, okay, well, at least we're going to get some funny backflips or weird high kicks and stuff in Man to Man. And we did. We certainly did. It, it did. Great. It, it, it did make do on Look, that. On that. I actually have five more tropes to come oh, through. Sorry, go so through. I feel like we need Ooh. to breeze through these. Yeah. Uh, so no spoilers when you talk about this one. All right? Okay. Okay. Shoot. Amnesia as a trope. Oh, I hate it. Hates it. I think it's stupid. All right. And so amnesia as a trope is used in so in the, many dramas. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, let's fight ghosts. Time between dog and wolf. Boys over flowers. And I won't say any more. Um, although there's one I'm thinking about a lot. Um, but it's at the end, so I'm not going to say. Two words, cheap and lazy. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. mean. It is true. Look, I, I will I will not, I cannot give any ground for that trope. It's, it's just right. horrendous, horrendous. Holding his ground. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. 
but I didn't mind it in something like Let's Fight Ghost, and I also quite liked it in Time Between Dog and Wolf, and I guess in Boys Over Flowers that drama was a hot mess anyway, so it really didn't matter either way. <laughs> okay, uh, another trope. Can't read what I said. Looks like I said the Ramones, but I don't think that's it. Huh. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, so oh. in most K-drama romances, you know, the couple meets in the drama, and then you find out that they actually knew each other as children and they have this deep connection. Like weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Chu. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Mm-hmm. That is in so many dramas. And that's when you really know like, oh, this is the fated couple. And I think that's the idea. It's like fated first love. Mm. I feel like dramas used to put a lot more stock into the first love trope uh, than they do now. Nowadays, you get a lot of K-dramas where, you know, she's had another relationship or something she hasn't just okay. waited for her first love her entire life and yeah. has to marry her first love yeah um so it, that seems like a it's changing a bit but i still feel like that childhood connection is a, is a big thing for okay. sure how do you feel about that um uh, indifferent to it i mean it's fine <laughs> yeah. okay uh number four suddenly getting hit by a truck <laughs> <laughs> as a trope yeah <laughs> to what end oh, i guess to inject a bit of is that just drama lead, or is that a trope that leads back to amnesia? I mean, quite often or I imagine it. Vomiting, it can go either way. Uh, I wouldn't say vomiting. Vomiting has more to do with romance for some reason. That's unfathomable okay. to me. Yeah. But trucks do have a very strong connection to amnesia trope in okay. drama. Um, nay to the amnesia thing, but uh, I <laughs> guess yay to the truck thing. Well, the truck isn't a trope so much as it's a cheap trick used in a lot of mm, uh, movies as well, mm. like. Uh, like movies that I watch um, like you know the person's just like you know they walk out on the street yeah. and then they get hit and it by comes truck. from nowhere and they never ever hear it no. they never see it they never look around no. like, there's nowhere like I don't even know how that happens you know what I mean we've mm. got peripheral vision they only, it only exists in a world where people can only look see straight ahead in a very mm. small little tunnel of vision well um, you know so, in K-dramas that is that's a true thing like they can the characters can only see straight ahead in a small tunnel yeah. <laughs> because there is this other trope which I hadn't written down as a trope but now it's come to mind yeah. is um, if you're following you. someone in a K-drama oh, you yeah, can literally one. walk three steps behind them in full view but they will never see you because they have that tunnel forward vision yeah. so I guess that tunnel forward vision also works in terms of trucks yeah. hitting you alright um, yeah so trucks yeah, pro I'm not pro any tropes, to be honest, but... Uh, pro truck trope. I'm not as said. against that as... As long as it leads to amnesia, then no. But if it's just there, well, then I guess it's just a thing that's there. I don't then particularly okay. like... don't like it in any setting, really. To be what honest. he said was he loved it. All right. I did not Moving say on. that. <laughs> trope number five that I thought of randomly. The fish kiss. What's a fish kiss? The fish, fish kiss is no. Oh. It's when he kisses her and she sort of doesn't move at all and her eyes stay wide Oh, that one. Open. Yeah, that's so weird. That's more weird. old school. I feel like that's not something what that's considered mean? as romantic. What does it mean? Why do people um, like it? Why? I don't think anyone likes it. What do you mean? No, no one likes it. They could not like it because no, I've no. seen that so many times yes, in dramas no one, you've watched. No one likes it. Everyone wants proper kisses in K-drama, but the older the K-dramas are, the less the women are allowed to move their mouths. But, and I think that has something to do with, like, chasteness and, you know, back then it was always a first kiss that they'd ever had, so that's why they get But presumably shocked. they liked it back then, right? No, I think it's something to do with, like, It's just, like, ever since women. the inception of K-dramas, people would just be like, I hate this. Okay, we'll do more of it then. No, Thanks, no, no. feedback. No, well, I just think it's to do with, like... I don't want to say censorship, but okay. like it's to do with what level diff- of sexiness you're allowed in right. the drama. So and the further like... back you go, the less you're likely to see real kissing. Right. But now in modern dramas, you're much more likely to see people actually kissing each other for yeah. real. It's and very all strange. the K drama romance fans, like people who like romance in mm. a K drama, 
like real kisses. Okay. So that's an evolution, but the fish kiss is still, you know, it's in a lot of dramas, but it's usually in a lot of older dramas and it feels very old fashioned when you see them in modern dramas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. or nay. Fish kiss. Nay. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Nay. Just weird. I don't Strange. like the fish kiss. Okay. Yeah. Number six. Probably better off like, kissing an actual fish. You might get more of a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All right. <laughs> Number six trope, K-drama trope uh, that I thought of randomly. The wrist grab. Oh, I hate that one. You hate it? Oh, that's the one that sort of defined what K-drama, like uh, what I understood K-drama to be. Because like there's so many of those. I always walk past the TV and sometimes guys, and it's always guys just grabbing a wrist, just like absolutely going to town on a wrist. I'm like, this, this is not good. Like... I don't encourage this behavior and I think it's bad and there's nothing romantic about it. Yeah. Well, I think that again, that's an evolution thing. I see like the super aggressive wrist grabbing a lot less these days in modern dramas. It was certainly a lot more common in the older ones. Like the romances is always tugging her around Mm. and yeah, I don't really like it. And I think it's a combination. I think because I saw a lot of wrist grabbing and fish kiss. I'm like, this, this woman is not into you, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I guess like, I guess that's compartmentalization in that. Oh, you do the just K-drama sort of, goggles. Yeah. yeah. I guess you put on your K-drama goggles and you're like, those, I don't like this three second tra- shot. You need to turn those up to Dragging to max. Him around, but I do really like <laughs> all the romance yeah. and I like him and I like it. So I don't know. I got no answers. <laughs> all right. So we're going to do the recap now. Oh yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Isn't it? We're so doing we're going to recap man to man. Okay. Alrighty, G, take it away and recap for us what happens in the first episode of the 2007-16 episode action comedy, Man to Man. I will certainly try. I did get a little bit disorientated watching this because there's just a lot of silly stuff going on, so I don't know how much of it I actually took in. I wrote something down. My notes get a little bit fragmented as we get through the episode, but right. I'll try my best. And hopefully you remember something too. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so what do we open with? We open with a montage, a very spyish action-packed montage lots of like actiony scenes and you know they do one of those ones where it's like they show each of the characters like you know kind of looking at the camera kind of scene um so i thought that was kind of funny i was like okay this is this is pretty much what i expected it to be um i've written down that there was very bombastic music so again it's like the mortal kombat theme but somehow worse and with lots of like horns and things as well um that gets you going, I think, you know, you'd be pumped. You'd be really, your heart would be racing um, by the time the first scene starts. And it should be because what do we open on? There's nothing more exciting than a school bus siege in what appears to be Europe. Hungary. Was now, it? thinking about oh, no, it, it goes to but Hungary. it's a big yellow school bus. I'm pretty sure, isn't that more of like an American thing? I've never seen anything like that in Europe. Big yellow school bus. Well, have you, where, where did you go in Europe? Well... Growing up in Europe, I guess. <laughs> but I meant, it, yeah, I guess that is it's, part of but, Europe. You know, but it's not like a thing. I've, and, you know, I've seen, you know, footage of other places in Europe. And it's, it's, I just think, I don't know if the, the school bus, like the big yellow school bus thing. Is, was is it, it yellow? Yes. I remember yellow. it being yellow. Yeah, it was the big yellow American school bus. Okay. Anyway, that's, look, that's neither here nor there compared to mm. anything else that's in this drama. Um, and basically, there's a hostage situation who knows what's going on, actually. He's but... got bombs attached to him and he's standing yeah. in the bus and he's holding a schoolgirl. What are his demands? We'll never know. No. Um, just some sort of thing. It doesn't going. matter. But he's got a bomb. There's a schoolgirl. There's many school children, actually, on mm. this bus because it's a school bus. Mm. Um, maybe they've 
driven the bus from America to um, Europe. To Europe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On a school trip. Really long school trip, yeah. <laughs> they left for school one day and they just ended up in Europe. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so there's like, you know, it's a big steed, uh, standoff kind of thing and there's all these soldiers around and what mm. looks like these, you know those UN soldiers, the ones with the blue hats? Yeah, I think yeah. they're UN soldiers. Like peacekeepers. Peacekeepers. Or they something. don't look, ever look like they're keeping peace. They always look well, like they have guns. ready to fuck <laughs> someone up. Guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's part of keeping your peace. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so what we we close in on this uh, cool sniper doing some cool snipery things, and it's our main character. This is Agent K. So Agent K is played by the actor Park Hae Jin. Yeah, I just call a very him... famous actor from Cheese in the Trap, and that's the only thing I've ever seen oh, him in. Cheese in the Trap. I've heard of that. Name. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Cheese in the Trap. Yeah. He played the male lead. You really like cheese as well. Cheese is fucking great. You, what do you think about traps? Nah. No? Not me. What about Admiral Akbar? It's a trap. Pro. You pro that. Pro Admiral Akbar okay. in all senses. So you like he cer- is the best. certain traps? I nearly said best man, but he's not a man. So we've established you like most cheese and certain traps. Only one trap. Only Admiral Akbar's. And cheese in the trap. Oh, I do like cheese in the trap. Two traps. Okay, there you go. Right. And you, there's some trap music that I'm sure you like too as well. Do I? Yeah, you listen to some trap beats and I saw you bobbing your head. Did I? You're like, mm, yeah, yeah, this is good. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three traps. There we go. Cheese in the trap. All right. This what is are we doing again? Oh, yeah. Agent <laughs> um, K. So easy to get distracted. Cool. Uh, he's not cool. I mean, he's super cool. He's super... He has a baseball cap yeah. and it is backwards. It is backwards. And he's chewing gum while sniping people. He is the Fred Durst of snipers. Um, Whoa. That's very <laughs> offensive. No, it's not. He's, he's got a backwards baseball cap on. He's cool. Yeah, but other men wear backward baseball caps, not just Fred Durst. No, no, but. What Ben's Fred Durst from? The rolling, rolling bag. I was just letting listeners know in case oh. they were lucky enough to not know who Fred Durst was. No, no. If you don't know who Fred Durst was, you missed out a huge part of late 20th century, early 21st century but history. you're probably better off for it. Yeah. It's not a necessary thing. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can't continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Too far off Too topic. far Let's off topic. Let's get back into this. Whew. You're right. <laughs> I've got the giggles. I don't know. <laughs> Matt's about it. It's, it's, yeah. See, it's a fun drama. Yeah, sure. Um, it is. It's fun. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, Agent Case sniping people. He's sniping people. Okay. So he's, he's doing some snipey stuff. He's trying to get the shot. He can't get the shot right because mm. the this person with the bomb is holding a schoolgirl and you know she's yeah. in the way, all that kind of stuff. So he's like, oh, damn it. So he's on the roof of this place and he jumps off the roof. Well, first of all, his like commander's like, don't anyone take, take any shot. shots yeah. till I say. But, but yeah, Agent K can see the guy's finger twitching nearer the, yeah. the bomb button. Which is, this is a, yeah, anyway, it's a bit of an issue, but he's like, all right, look, I've got to do something. So he runs and he jumps off the roof of this place onto the ground. And it was a the, very Matrix jump. I really liked oh, it. Oh, this is great. His knees were up near his ears. It was very cool. Yeah, it was like the Matrix, but on a much, much lower budget and poorly executed. I thought it was pretty cool. And it we was also really, saw it from multiple angles. That's the bit that really got me. <laughs> it was like watching like you know, like an old 80s action movie. It's like every angle you could possibly show this jump. And it's not like it's like you're transitioning through the jump in each angle. It's like each new angle part. shows us the start mm. of the jump. Just so we're sure, like, this guy did jump off a thing. He did. And you're gonna see it from every like like, top, it. bottom, side, I it was left, fun. right. Um, yeah, it was pretty cheesy. It was fun. Yeah, it was really um, fun. Well, you do like cheese, so yeah, it was pretty cheesy. Yeah, I do like um, cheese. But um, 
and then he lands all cool and he rolls off the top of a truck and then he lands on the ground and then he climbs up a ladder. Yeah, and then he's doing this thing where he's got his, his gun on one arm and he's sort of setting it up. Now, look, we actually talked about this recently. I watched a little guns. documentary about this sniper talking about how they actually oh, yeah. snipe. This would never, <laughs> ever happen. It's not even possible. Like, you need, literally even need two people there to, like, plot out how to do it. And, like, you need to have a balance. But Agent K, I guess he's magic or something. No, he can he's do whatever. just a super sniper. Yeah, he's a magic sniper. Um, and <laughs> so, the magic sniper. so he just basically like you know holds the gun with one arm does his little fucking thingamajigs on the little, little twisty bit and you know the little scope the little scope and he gets the shot and this guy this person with the bomb has literally got his thumb hovering over a little button to mm. press the bomb Agent K shoots him kills him right and the girl that you know is fine and everyone's happy but I was thinking about it it's like imagine like he could get shot and like his you know his muscles might just you know, spasm. I mean, and he that was a, the bomb. was a risk that super sniper special K. I yeah, that's K what I mean. I think he was like, take, he's like, know? I he's really like, just want to get this guy shot. I don't really care what happens. No, after I that. think he was like, I'm no. gonna just hope that he doesn't have his little finger twitch yeah, because how if we leave him, he's definitely gonna blow up all the kids. How irresponsible! It was a risk. It was a risk that special yeah, K had it's, to take. But it's like it's high risk, high reward, but like. Well, that's what being in the Peace Corps is all about. But he's not. He's not. That's what a yeah. guy afterward. No, he's not part of the Peace Corps. But he's he just, is. No, because he was. He was. A, that's why he gets court-martialed. No, but he was. He was there. Like he's not part of their group. He's there. Like he's not just there by himself in a room. No, he's not. He's not part of the UN Peace Corps. Why he's like another guy. Because I think the guy said something about that. And the guy who arrested him afterwards. I thought they arrested him because he went against orders. Well, anyway, um, he was very silly, and he could have got them all killed. But he did because he's awesome. He didn't because he was particularly right, right. lucky. <laughs> My favorite part of this scene mm -hmm. is when he's getting arrested, everyone's like, you oh, did yeah. a shit job, mate. And yeah. he turns around. And the girl looks at him and she smiles. She gives the biggest really... grin because she's not traumatized at and all. And she's not dead. That she was held she's not hostage. dead. Yeah. And then he double blinks. <laughs> yeah. He, so he, I think it was supposed to be a wink, but he doesn't know how Maybe to wink. Maybe Parkhead doesn't know how to wink. So he just blinks instead no, of like a, kind like of like a, a double wink. It's like a... Double wink, like smile. Like like, a, it's like a nose wrinkle. It, yeah, like a, mm. imagine a slow blink, just like you know. I'm doing but this right like now a, with my eyes, but obviously a, you guys can't hear. A cute nose wrinkle. I think See. that's what he was going for, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. It was weird. Um, okay, so that's our introduction to Agent yeah. K. Um, then he's undergoing some sort of like lie detecting tests, potentially back in Korea, I think. With Korean agents, it seems like he's not known. Like, I guess he's Korean, but he's been working in all like international yeah. well, organizations. I think the idea was that he's not at the when we see him as a sniper, he's not actually a special agent at this point. He's getting he's just screened, in the, uh, he's getting screened for, to be a special agent thing. now, and they're doing this lie detecting well, test. I think on he's going to get court martialed, and they're like, Well, let's recruit this guy for our like yeah. ghost spy. Yeah. They're like, There's three different types of spies it's like the plain clothes spy. Then there's the sort of slightly secret agent, and then there's the ghost. And the ghost exists. ones are like the international ones yeah. that don't actually exist. They're like the Jason Bournes of the Bourne Identity type yeah. thing. Yeah. But in Korea. In Korea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I the, he's getting lie tested, and he's saying things like to the lie tester guy, like, I love you, and things like that, which are clearly not true, because he doesn't that? know this man. Yeah. Okay. So he clearly doesn't know this guy, so he mm. doesn't love him, but yet the lie test thing says it's true. Hmm. So that's why they recruit him. Because he's a good liar. Um, so he's getting screened as a secret agent. Um, oh, 
And then it just, yeah, I guess we, we, he becomes a secret agent because we basically just see mm. some shots of him like, like doing cool like, stuff, cool internationally. stuff internationally. Like, like he has all these different passports and stuff and all different kind of, names, different, different names, countries, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess some, they're trying Another to suggest montage. some time has elapsed. He's become a, a secret montage. agent and yeah, and he's become a, a fully fledged spy. Montage. And now we, yeah. Okay. It's a montage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've finished our montage <laughs> and um, now for some reason, um, he's in Budapest. Buda- is he, is that Budapest then? Was that the, where was he at the start? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it wasn't Hungary. I don't know. It was somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, okay. So he's in Budapest, I think. Yeah, I think he's in Budapest now. But what about, wasn't that Italy as well or something? Oh, yeah, you're right. He's in Italy. Yeah, he goes to Italy because the mafia boss. Isn't there that was right? the one mafia boss in Italy. Yeah, the mafia target. boss. The mafia yeah. boss. He's the, the boss of all the mafia. Yeah. Like the old mafias. Yes, yeah. all mafias are under okay. this one mafia boss. That's right. Um. Anyway. He is now posing as a teacher. Professor. A professor. Okay, mm. sure. Um, and he's running a marketing class. Oh, yeah. While and wearing this, a white this lab This is really coat. strange. He's wearing a white lab coat. All yeah. the other teaching assistants are wearing lab coats. And they're teaching marketing in this old sort of like... European library. European library. Mm. So it's a really strange little class setup. I guess maybe... And they're teaching in English. They're teaching in English. And the concept he's trying to teach is what images should be used to sell a product one that evokes a strong negative emotion or one that's just very positive. And uh, one of the students puts her hands up and she's like, I think the one with a strong a negative emotion because it will stick with people and it'll grab their attention. And then he says something about it. It's all kind he of He says silly. something about whether it's morally right and how does, you know, the Ethical. kids' families feel and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And then he says but, her name. Yeah. And, you know, there's a bit of a flirt happening between them. Yeah, a really open, like, flirt going on between in the middle of class. Between a teacher and a student. Yeah, and what is probably the weirdest class ever. You yeah. Know? Um, and uh, he knows her name and she's like, He knows wow. her real last name. So mm. she chases him out down yeah. the hall and she grabs him and she's like, no one's meant to know my real last name. How did you know? And he basically doesn't tell her how he knows. And he just starts dating her. That yeah. literally just goes straight into and a montage. And then there's a dating montage. De- like a huge, and it's like. It's all very romantic. And it, you know, I presume like, we're talking maybe at least six months, maybe it's past. Like, I would it, say it a seemed, while. It they've, moved like, they've moved in together. They've moved in you know, they're doing all, you they're know. sharing chips. They're sharing put chips. Some chips in her mouth. Did he put chips? Yeah, he put a crisp in her mouth. Did he? Oh, wow. Yeah. I noticed because it was a crisp. Oh, you're like, <laughs> oh, I want a crisp. <laughs> I did want a crisp. Um, yeah, and so crisp. basically they start dating. I guess we kind of realise, oh, he's sort of infiltrating her life. Yeah. You know, to, And there's a voiceover end. where he's kind of saying, like, he knows how to romance her. He mm. knows that, you know, she's in love with him. She's mm. got very strong feelings and he knows how to work it. And he doesn't give a shit about her whatsoever. Yeah. And we find out the whole thing is that her dad is the mafia boss. The only one. Yeah. The, ma- so the, the one and, and mafia boss. That's right. So I don't actually understand what happened with this mafia boss guy. Like, what the whole reason was this so, for? So, I didn't either. But what I seem to Oh, I know. I know now. I know now. Because she, he, he basically lets the mafia boss know that he yes. knows who he is. And then I think that mafia boss realizes that The mafia boss spy. used to be a secret police. Oh, yeah. And I think the mafia boss just doesn't want this random guy. Because he says also has, like, a nice racial slur towards Park Hedgin for being Korean, which is lovely and then because he doesn't want him dating his daughter he sends him to prison i feel like that's the most elaborate way to get yourself in prison prison (laughs) so that he can get a russian diplomat out of i know but the goal is to get into prison 
I feel like I feel like there are easier ways the to mafia get into boss's daughter. <laughs> there must be an easier way to get into prison there, right? I agree with this. I feel like you could have just I don't know punched some random person in the face and gone to prison. There must have been some other way. Yeah, I, I think. But then he it works. He goes to prison and he's doing star jumps in an orange jumpsuit in the prison. He is doing jumping jacks, yes. And there's this great scene where he gets picked up to go to prison where he's like in this dark alley and he's like, he knows what's going to happen. He knows there's all these dudes following him because he's super cool. Yeah. And they all converge on him and you're like, whoa, we're going to see some action. Like Park Hedgeon is yeah. going to like hit back. And instead they just, I don't know, they just stick their batons in his belly a whole heap of times and he just goes unconscious. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's not what I thought was going to happen. But that's because he wanted to get arrested. It was, but it's just, it was very unexpected because I feel like the music and the way he's standing and there was just this like, yeah. this hit, something's going to go down. But then it didn't. He went down. He fell over. Yeah, I guess it was not expected. And then he went into prison and did some star jumps. Well, actually, before we get into the prison thing, um, we actually, before we see him oh. in prison, we actually cut back to Korea and mm. we see, and this is this was so bizarre. And I was like, oh my God, is this really happening? Like... <laughs> Because, you know, oh, yeah, I would not put anything past the K-drama at this point. So what we see is this man <laughs> in a superhero costume standing in the corner of it's a building. It's a great superhero it's costume. It's a really bad costume. It's kind of like a Batman ripoff, but it looks like it's filled with, I don't know, cotton wool or air It looks or like, you know, like a like a, you know, like a $10 costume or something mm, you might buy. Like a padded. Padded, Like yeah. it's not muscles, it's just pad. And again, I was like, this could be and he has black legit. This on. could be the drama. And he has a big scorpion. He's got a scorpion on his face. Glowing on his cheek. And I was like, okay, what's happening Sorry, here? I'm just going to interrupt to say that this is another lead actor in this drama, played by. Uh, so this is a character called Wing Guang. We'll just call it the actor. Is he in something you've seen before? Uh, yeah. So this the actor is Park Song Ung. Yeah. And yeah, he's one of those familiar faces. Okay. Like, um, I've seen him in heaps of stuff, but I can't think of what. I can kind of imagine him playing like one of those like nobles in a cycle or something like that. Yeah. You know, with, you know. Or like a criminal in a serious thing. Yeah. Or like a detective or a prosecutor in a serious thing. Yeah. Well, we're looking at his headshot, man. And we really, are. I can see all those characters. It's a really good headshot. <laughs> They've done well. <laughs> so this guy's, well, as far as we know, he's fucking Scorpion Batman. Yeah. It was <laughs> just so flying around. He literally just starts flying. And I was like, <laughs> what? And, I, and that's when I was like, like, I knew K dramas could be silly, but this was just taking a biscuit. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it's not actually that much sillier than anything I've seen yet. It was pretty um, silly. And he lands, he does the superhero landing, you know, where they, they hit on the ground with the knee and the fist and, and like and all the, the concrete shattered. ripples underneath them or whatever. And he just starts blasting some dudes. And he's all... actually blasting the police. So at first you think he's Batman, but then you realize he's yeah. a villain. Yeah. And then suddenly he's, he's on a talk show. bad man. Bad Scorpion bad. Man. Yeah. But then he's on a talk show. Yeah, so we realise it's just film footage from the movie that so, this guy. So we're actually, the character that is in this drama is, is like he's playing an actor. So he's playing yeah. a top actor of Korea who mm. has managed to get himself into what this universe's alternative is to the Marvel yeah. universe. And it's really funny because he's in the interview in this TV station and at one point the camera pans around him and on the background of the screen... is a big thing of himself. A, a big thing of himself with his nipples sticking out, which just is sitting behind his head. And that's all I could see. <laughs> it's, like, it's really it's funny. It's like, I can't remember why his nipple is sticking out, but it's so big. And yeah. it's just, all you see in the screen is his face and then behind it, him a slightly nip- blurry nipple, <laughs> but it's as big as his head. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very funny. Um, Weird. He's, um, he's doing his interviews, just talking about yeah, his like roles. Like Dot Nip- point nipple. nipple. Yeah, it's probably the most salient piece of information from that scene. Um, yeah. And funny. then he um, 
there's like a camp, you know, there's a crew filming this, mm. and there's a there's a woman that's standing there, and I I thought she was part of the production team. Um, I'm still not sure. Oh, what. she's his manager. It turns out. Oh, she's his manager. Yeah, so this is played by the actress Kim Min Jong, oh. and she plays a character called Cha Dong Ha. I'll just call her the manager woman. Okay, I didn't realize that. She has that. a crazy haircut. You yeah. didn't think so? Uh, I thought her haircut was just intense. Yeah, intense. I think so. Right. So it was alright. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he they, winks at her, yeah. and then she kind of it freaks out. She freaks out, but it's like she has a crush on him or something. Major That's what I thought was happening. Crush. I thought she was just part of the camera crew or something, and then some for some reason he's just I sort of hating on her. I thought that she must be working for him, but they were dating. But it turns out they're not dating, and she used to be like a crazy like Sesang fan or whatever. So like someone who's obsessed. But she's worked her way up in the industry to become his manager. But she's still basically like obsessed fangirl about this guy. Right. Which is weird. It's a weird dynamic. <laughs> so we've done we've done the interview with the guy. We go back. We see our uh, agent K is in prison. He's doing jumping jacks. He's got pretty good form. Um, Did uh, you think so? I thought so. Uh, <laughs> jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, some prisoners t- come to accost him, mm. and they're like, "Hey, can you fix our buddy's nose? Because I broke it, and we heard you're a doctor." But did I they? I thought he was a marketing. I thought he was a marketing professor. Oh, he's a that must be why he's marketing. wearing the lab coat because he's actually a doctor. But he was talking about marketing doctor things. But I still don't know why he has to wear a white lab coat while giving that. Because he's a doctor. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, um, he beats up the prisoners with grace and ease. Yeah. And, um, then and a we, towel. And a towel. His little towel. Um, and then we he meets this person who's actually trying to get out of prison. Yes, and this person is, oh, I don't know what his name is. Oh, here he is. David McGuinness. And he plays the American dude in Mr. Sunshine. I actually quite like this dude. He's like one of the only sort of um, English-speaking actors that is... Pops up in a lot of K dramas who I feel can actually act. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like when that Tamara the Island. Oh, yeah, gosh, that was funny. <laughs> that, was a, that was a that was a poor French man being told to pretend he was English. I do feel sorry for the guy. They're just yeah. like, do all this. They're like, but I. And can't. also wear this blonde mullet on yeah. your head, like this poor guy. Yeah. Literally, that's very sad for him. He well, did his best. No, he he did his best. He, he did a great yeah. job. Um. So basically, what ensues is a heist where. A key to get out. So basically all you need to get out of this prison is a key to open a door. But who had the key? This is what I don't get. Because it's like Park Hae-jin goes into the prison I to get this prisoner who's Russian out. Yeah. But he seems to get the key off the prisoner. Yes. And then he just sends it on a wire back to the prisoner. Yes. So the prisoner gets himself out. And then they just run. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, this is a bad plan. <laughs> it's a really bad plan. And it doesn't make a lot of sense because... No. They, yeah, they, they hide the key that was already in the prison in a bar of soap. Mm. Um, and then they pass the key between each other. They mm. unlock themselves. And then they... My favorite part was when they got into like a little railroad yeah. truck and just railroaded off See, the, somewhere. The thing about this prison, its weak point is that there's an open access <laughs> underground railway track that leads to the outside. That leads to um, a, and then, a, like a window of bars that just yeah, opens. that's open. So it's open. You just the, have to push so it. So there wasn't like a thing open. where they organized like a guard on the inside oh, to open it for them. And, and then you just run across the moat, which is empty. It's just grass and get inside a well. And the well is a tunnel that leads you yeah. to some sports but bars. It kind of got to the point where like <laughs> they because they, they jumped down the well and then they just cut to them driving off and it's in like proper clothes was, again i think i feel like when they put this together in the show they're like okay um this doesn't make sense any of this so let's not even bother trying to figure out how they got from the well yeah. to the cars let's just 
cut to that because yeah. who cares? And yeah. you know, that's the kind of feel of the show. It's like, you know, who cares if anything makes sense or not? Style over substance. He's he's successful in his mission. He gets the guy out, and um, he and gets helicoptered off. And then it turns out the guy's like a Russian dude. I don't know. He's in the military, and he was like gonna. He's to do with some deal to yeah. do like I'm sure that's gonna making come up. a deal with the that's Koreans. That's presumably gonna come back up in the. It's a good deal, so it's great. Yeah, it's probably and gonna package in safe enough. It's probably gonna come back up in the, the rest of the show. Quite like possibly. a big plot line, right? Because there's more, I don't know. there's more involvement with uh, Russia going on later in this episode too. Yes, it's true. They go to Ru- they're gonna go to Russia. Yeah, so yes, presumably okay. this guy's gonna crop yeah, up again, right? I think you're right. Um, okay, so I've got an American accent, but he was playing a Russian. Was he? Oh, I can't remember. Um, I don't think it matters. No, I think we need to stop everything. And find <laughs> out right now. Um, who I've written a note here sends girlfriend panic text. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So this is his mission's done. Agent K's mission's done, mm-hmm. and he gets into a. He, he's going to meet his his girlfriend in the cafe, the mafia boss daughter, and he sends her this text saying, um, "You know, we might be being followed. Meet me at the back. Um, I'll see you out there." And she looks at the text and she's like, "Oh, he's so sweet." I it's the weirdest that he's been in prison for a while. Like she clearly hasn't seen him in ages, yeah. and she's just like no emotion about so this odd. whatsoever. So odd, yeah. And she's just like, "This is so cool." <laughs> uh, and anyway, he's waiting in his car at the, the end of the street. She's kind of left at the back of the cafe, presumably. Hmm. And she can see him down there. And she's like, oh. She sees him in the car. She's so sweet. And he waves her. at her. He waves at her. And then all of a sudden, the bloody car explodes. Yeah. And he says the only way to cut off, like, yeah. you know, if a woman loves you is for her to think that you're dead. I wonder how he did this because he the, the scene they show us is him inside the car hmm. and then the car exploding. Yes. But somehow he's faked his death. Yes. He wasn't inside the He car. faked his death. But then instead of rolling into the water and swimming away discreetly, he just He, he walks just off, off in plain sight. Like yeah. he literally just walks past the car and walks down the road. And his girlfriend has... He's crying on the floor. She... No. Her face, like... I guess, like, you know, that, that thing you said about the... Um, uh, the the English, non-Korean English, actors. Non-Korean actors really applies to this. Like, yes. <laughs> her reaction is... Is I don't know how to put it. Like you really have to see it, you know. I feel like if you're gonna watch any part of this show, watch that part, and I, I'd like <laughs> to hear your feedback because that scene was like, yes, she is definitely a person who is acting as a person who is supposed to be upset. Because <laughs> that's what it looked well, like. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. That sounds correct, Amando. Um, sometimes I feel like amazing. Is it like? Do you reckon they get? people who are actors or do you reckon they just get people like for those specific English speaking roles where there's only going to be a minimal amount of them in the show where it's like you can speak English come well, do this I think because I feel like in Tamara there must have been a couple of those because like some of those pirates and shit was they were like yeah bad. but I think if you're in Korea there might be less you know really good English speaking like if they're looking for white European or whatever or American actors because there aren't really many roles for people like that sure. in Korea so they Why can't would they just be, be working there? all the time or making money or having a good career so you must really just be getting whoever you can get yeah opposed from this one dude who can act who's plays the Russian guy in this yeah who they keep using um and but maybe in Europe I would have thought because this is clearly I'm like presuming it's shot on site it looked because Europe, it really it looked, know, it looked Europe, yeah, yeah. It, it really does like the street scenes and yeah. in front of the mafia house so like they probably could have found an italian actress that could act okay actually i do have a comparison we can use um so there's this great clip from um some movie i've never seen but only i've seen this clip so many times it always makes me laugh. <laughs> it's from a movie called trolls 2 i think and it's this clip of like 
this guy. And it's from Leprechaun. Oh, is it Leprechaun? I don't know. I it's... think it's from Leprechaun. I Trolls think... is a kid's No, 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 no. Like, it's, I think that one, there's a horror movie called I Trolls. I think it's called well. Leprechaun. All right. Well, it's some really It's a terrible, terrible old movie. Old movie. And there's a don't scene watch it. It's where... not, I don't think it would be watchable. Where the... No, I think it is called Trolls. Anyway, the, these little it. things are eating... They're, like, gobbling up some woman or something. And then this guy watching it, and he's like, They're eating her! And then they're gonna eat me! Oh my god! And, and it's, it's just a serious acting moment. It's, it's, he's having a serious. He's being go serious, but it. it's like the worst acting ever. It and is the, the and, worst that, thing and ever. this, her reaction kind of reminds me of that she's like, "Oh no, <laughs> he just got blown up!" <laughs> and they just sort of cut between a few different shots of her looking upset, and all the while she's in like she can see him <laughs> like. It's a straight line yeah. between her and where the car is. And he just and walks off. He, he literally walks off. off. Like real cool slow-mo yeah. in a black coat. And we never see what happens, but I'm pretty sure she would have seen him. Like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's my boyfriend. It'd be kind of funny if they kept that scene going and then she runs after him. She's like, you are right. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> <You have to laughs> run. Um, yeah, it was quite funny. I was like, I thought he should have got in the river at least. Yeah. Because it was a river right there, which seemed very convenient. Well, placed. look, he, he didn't want to spare too much no. effort. He um, didn't, did he? <laughs> anyway, okay, so... He's done this. We go back to our actor guy, and he is. He's a wet, pain in the he's, ass. He's a pain. That's basically the next five minutes of footage is just basically showing how much of a pain he is. Yeah. So he's very fussy. He's very annoying. He's, he's mean to his like. He's mean his to his assistant. And his assistant. So he sleeps in, and his and his assistant's trying to get him up, and he's like, you know, we got to go now for the shoot. Even late. if we leave now, we're gonna be late. And he's just a pain in the ass, and he wants. But he can to, get a certain coffee from yeah. a certain neighborhood that's really far. But away. when he finds out, it's. Like he, when he finds out that coffee is not actually from the place, even though he didn't realize from tasting it, he's like, you know, really adamant that he has to get mm. this special coffee and everything. So he's just a real petulant, yeah. horrible and guy. And then they're super, super late when they arrive, and then he blames the assistant yeah. to the director. He's like, it's all my assistant's fault. He's rubbish. Yeah. Like, I'll, you know, diss him later. Yeah. Punch so him. we, Whatever. we give, you know, he's got some less than desirable yes. characteristics, but, you know, he's, he's supposed a big to be arrogant movie star. Supposed to be arrogant, right? Yeah. Um, He's got a good face for it, though, for mm. an arrogant guy. He's very good at it's being good. an arrogant yeah. movie star, this yeah. dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then we see the movie shoot, and there's a lot of, like, you he's know, an action he's doing star. he's doing an action scene, so he's doing, like, fighting off all these guys or whatever, mm. and his manager person is watching, and she's like, oh, my God, he's so yeah, perfect. And, then he at and the again. assistant's like, what did he say that was so funny? <laughs> oh, he's like, I don't know, he said something perfect, something but he said he's humanity's enemy yeah <laughs> which i thought yeah. was very funny <laughs> but it's kind of this funny thing where he asks her and because he says um like he's humanity's enemy and then he's like he's an alien and she's like oh like you from another star which is a k-drama oh, reference okay. about an alien like a romance alien yeah. and then the the guy's like oh would you choose this this horrible actor or kim soo hyun who's the lead and you from another star and she's like definitely this actor and then he's getting really annoyed and he's like would you choose five million dollars or this horrible actor and she's like five million dollars and he's like real please and yeah. he's like oh well thank goodness you've got some sense and she's like that's because this horrible actor likes money so she's just uh, obsessed. Yeah, I like she's I crazy didn't obsessed. Didn't see any of that. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, then what happened? Oh, then it gets a little bit serious again. So, like, actually serious. There's some. There is one sort of subplot in this that seems to be no laughs, just straight oh, up yeah. serious stuff. We we see this guy who seems to be some kind of public figure, a politician or something. So this is um, the actor Yon Jong Hoon. I think okay. that's how you say his name. He played Vampire Prosecutor or Vampire Detective. 
No, Vampire Prosecutor. Okay. Two different dramas. Wow. <laughs> wow, a long really? time ago. And it was quite a big drama. I think it even had two seasons, but it was back in my very old drama viewing times when I couldn't get dramas with subs. So I did try and watch it. Okay. It didn't work out for okay. me because I didn't know what was happening. Um, well, yeah, so he is like getting, like, it's kind of like a press conference thing outside his son's school. Kindy. And, uh, and uh, Kindy or whatever. And they're asking him questions about, like, why you send your son to public school when you can send him to private school. He's just schmoozing the press. Basically. He's basically just telling them, like, you know, I want my son to, like, you know, know how to, what the bus fare is. And, and, you know, like. He's just being an everyman, but clearly he's being he's Exactly. And then this lady arrives and she's like. It's his wife. Yeah, but that's, I wasn't sure because the way that she talked to him, like. Yeah. You know. Well, I think the idea is she's an ex actress or a very famous actress which is oh. why we find out that she knows the horrible main actor they have a bad relationship clearly right, they used okay. to date and she's oh. gone and married this other guy or something right. we don't know what it is yet okay um but she and this this business guy um are clearly they've got an agenda and they're schmoozing the press and they have a very like put on perfect family image right yeah so she kind of like tells him like you yeah. know look natural when you pick up the kid and all yeah. this kind of stuff and he's like yeah cool so that we just sort of see that, and I, I guess we could just kind of like continue just talking mm. about that because basically we see a few more shots of this guy. Um, the next time we see him, he's got this old guy in his office, mm. and he's like telling the guy that um, uh, you know, he should tank the election or something, or like he pull out of pull the, out of the, of the mayor mayor mayoral like, election, so yeah. So and and the guy's like, nah, and he's like, well, how about I give you all this money? He gives him this, shows him the briefcase of money, and the guy's like, well. I guess in that case, yeah, probably will do what you say. And then he hits this old guy and he's like, well, gotcha. I got you film. I got you on camera. Accepting the bribe. Yeah, so he's going to use that as a, so, as dare over him. I think you he, realize that this guy himself doesn't want to be a politician, but he's obviously working behind the scenes and he's done this particularly to, to support some other guy to yeah. allow this other guy to be the mayor. But he's also, at first you think they've got a really friendly relationship, but then you realise he's sort of like pushing back against this guy too. So he wants to own the next mayor, basically. What does he want from him? We don't know. We didn't, didn't nah, we didn't that part. Okay. But he's so clearly he's evil. So he's, he's helping rig an election so that he can call in a favour from the next so. mayor who will... Hopefully oh, win. But what we do know, which is very confusing and I didn't understand, is like Park Hae Jin, mm. Special K, I mean Agent K. <laughs> special K, yeah, let's call him Special K. <laughs> comes back to Korea and his new mission because there's been a death. So Agent Yoon has been involved in a certain um, Korea-based operation. Who's Agent Yoon? We don't know. This is just what they say. Oh, the other agent. And he's the... been murdered. And mm. so they think it's an inside job. So they need to bring in a Korean special agent from overseas who no one knows, like a ghost agent. So they choose Park Hae-jin and they bring him back to Korea. Well, they bring and him... his mission is to find some wooden things, some wooden carvings. Yeah, I didn't, that really, are down I didn't really understand dock. what was going but on. I don't get it either, but all I know is that the evil businessman is also after the wooden things. Yeah, so this, this is where their plot lines are going to converge yeah. eventually, right? Yes. Um, and the wooden things, there's one in a container... That's been sent to Russia or some shit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we clearly went through this like episode with a fine tooth. A lot comment. happened and there was a lot of talking and I feel yeah. like all these things will make sense. I think the, the problem longer you is watch the drama. like the tonal shift for that section is where, cause you know, when, when you see like bloody rubbery scorpion dude flying <laughs> around and, and, eight, and special K doing, you know, some weird heist with a bar of soap. <laughs> 
Like <laughs> the, you, your mind kind of goes into the state where you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm not going yeah, like, to I'm not gonna scrutinize everything. And then you suddenly, all of a sudden you get launched into this very like, like crime thriller. Crime thriller like, there's thing. actual details so and connections. In, in that time, I'm trying to change gears mentally just to start yeah. taking it all in. But before we can, we can do that, we go back to like the mm. actor guy doing all his silly stuff. So it's like, I kind of missed all that detail yeah. in that point because I, think it doesn't I wasn't matter in that Because mode. I think the yeah. plot is going to revolve around some wood carvings and that sounds insane. So okay. I'm like, I'm like, you just, you just go with the flow. Go with and it. Don't worry too much. Okay. Well, um, all right. So we go back to our actor guy. He has a kissing scene in some movie or whatever he's filming. He doesn't want to kiss the main actress. Yeah. So and he calls in a stunt double. He calls in a stunt double. But he does all his own action stunts. But then himself. she's like, she's like, oh, you know, gives him shit about not kissing her and then he's like basically just takes her back to his car and starts making out with her yeah and then she's, she's fine with this she's just like <laughs> all right cool um i guess yeah um, um <laughs> and then i've written down here he gets forked by his crushing co-worker which is actually his manager um so she she finds out that he's kissing this woman and mm. then she picks up the car that they're in with a forklift and it's just all hijinks that don't really make any sense insane she literally lifts up their car with <laughs> with a forklift and dangles it over a river and there's lots of screaming and she's screaming and this is when we find out that she used to be his like borderline sesang fan however you say that word and sesang and i don't know if that's how you say it but basically they're like crazy fans the kind of fans that stake outside people's homes and like you know be creepy at you okay i don't know maybe like send you a weird present right so she's no good, but also he hired her to be his manager and she's obsessed with him. But, you know, she's like, you can't date. You're not allowed to date, which is basically the whole thing about, I think, Sesame fans. They're right. like, don't date, don't live a life, just love all of us fans instead, which is crazy. She's crazy. She's crazy. Go crazy. Oh, what if the Sesame fans come after me now? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> just send me a weird present. <laughs> well, maybe it's a cool present. Maybe it is. Yeah. It probably won't be, though. Like- anyway box of chocolates or something Ooh. yeah all right i don't think i'd eat them i'd be scared <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah i don't know what i'm well kind after of this basically special agent k has been sent back to korea and he needs to i don't know go to russia now but instead of going straight to russia he comes back to korea first and they're like oh you need to help us solve the murder of this you know this dead agent and he was looking into it had all the information about this piece of wood I don't know. And then they're like, oh, you have to break into this this Russian guy's house in Russia, but no one knows where the house is. They don't know oh, the floor plan is. of the house. They don't know anything. But they do know that this Russian guy is really obsessed with this, like, scorpion face actor dude. And so... Oh, he's going to be at the fan meet. Yeah, so it? the actor guy has been talked into by his team going to Russia to this Russian guy's birthday party to say hello to him basically and in exchange he's probably going to get you know this guy investing in one of the big american movies and he might get his own movie in mm-hmm. america mm-hmm. um so parker jin has to infil- infiltrate like the actor's sort of entourage basically and so he goes and takes some photos of the actor and all them having lunch and then you know your crazy fan manager mm. finds out and you know they have a kind of a meet cute where she gets annoyed at him and thinks he's a meet cute yeah i guess so Mm. Um, it's not that cute but it's a meat cute mm. and then yeah they have a weird kind of like you know exchange where she's like how dare you take photos and she like wipes yep. his camera or whatever and he says she's pretty and she's a little bit charmed by it which i Is think she? she shouldn't be well she also says she's gonna like i don't know 
No, she doesn't seem charmed by it at she all. Not? No, she's like not into it at oh, all. Good. Yeah. I prefer that. And then she's talking to her friend afterwards and the friend's like, oh, you should be so charmed by this guy. And she's like, oh, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, she's, well, she's in love with this other, well, mm. she's in fan love with this other guy. Yeah, yeah. So That's it. She's only got she eyes only for, for yeah, protecting his guy. interests. Yeah. Um, so then the next scene is they're at this house, which I was very interested to see this set, which I've seen in so many different dramas and Korean movies. Mm. And it was also the main set for um, Cinderella and the Four Knights, where all those people lived in that drama. Um, and so it's like, you know, this big posh house. Uh, and then they're there and they're going to do some sort of photo shoot. No, this is the family, isn't it? Is what family? A, is it the fan meet? Is this what's happening? No. Oh, okay. It's a photo shoot. It's like a fashion okay. photo shoot. I thought, I thought it was. Oh, yeah, it is a yeah. big photo shoot. Yeah, and right. the, you know, the celebrity wife of the evil businessman is sort of manipulating him to wear a certain outfit or something. That's right. The actor. But so she's they've also, got a past, you realise. You know, we actually saw a scene with her where she met up with some special agent guy. Oh, yeah, but we don't know, we why. Don't know why. So she's she involved. She seems to be involved. Oh, in... she must be an agent who's undercover pretending to be married to the evil guy. Maybe. I think so. Anyway, we don't like know. That was a made up. We'll find fact. out if we watch 15 more episodes of this, which I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't find out. Um, but anyway, basically, Park Hae Jin turns up and he's schmoozing the staff and stealing shit from everyone. And you think he's on some sort of weird mission. He's pretending to be a magician, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's pretending to be a magician. He's like, I don't know, doing some magician shit and also stealing people's identity cards and passports. And of course, the fan manager sees and she goes and tries to accost him. Yeah. But then he accosts her and then he's like holding her arm behind her back and he's like, I'm your new head of security. Yeah, no, he's just like, I've demonstrated how bad your security mm. is because I've been able to come in here and pickpocket and do all this stuff. Yeah. And also, like, it kind of puts into perspective why he's taking photos. So she says, oh, we saw this guy stalking yeah. around us. Because he's, she, he, he's basically, his cover story he's is like, how that he's easy it is. probing their, yeah. their security and showing how easy it is to, to get inside. And that's what he's been hired to do. And it's funny, the one thing I did like about this is, like, it's got that trope where it's kind of like, uh, let's see, you know, where she just hates him. Which, obviously, they explain that, and I actually quite enjoy that in the drama. Um, Good drama. Was, was, yeah, actually, that first episode was... Probably one of the best. Good drama. In terms of like, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, it was kind of cool. But uh, like, you know, she's very antagonistic towards him or whatever. And it's like that same thing. Except that I kind of like that he's like two steps ahead of her every time. Like, because like when she comes up to him, you know, when he's taking photos, she's like, give me that. And I'm going to delete all your photos and I piss off. And he's like, he doesn't really react. Yeah. And then he realizes because he has a, like a little secret function where he can just restore all the deleted yeah. files. So it doesn't really matter to him. It really doesn't And then same with this thing, like, She's like, oh, I got this guy. I've seen him doing all the things. Mm-hmm. But it's like he needed to get caught in order to yeah. demonstrate what so he was doing. So it's all happening how he wants So he's kind of playing everything. So he's very much in control of yeah. the situation. I did think that was kind of fun. And it's kind of fun because actually when you see him stealing his shit and her catching him, you think he's really shit at his job. You're like, yeah. how is this guy Special Agent K from International Affairs? Yeah. Um, and then you realize, oh, he is. It's all on purpose. Yeah. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. It's a big freeze frame as he twirls her around he does about a, 12 million times he and then like twirls, yeah. twirls her backwards and then like rips her arm back behind her body. <laughs> yeah. There was, In yeah, a painful way. Painful mm. way. Yeah. Okay. But he is um, a special agent. So um, that's it. Yeah. This is funny because this show is like, I guess the idea is like, it's supposed to be so exciting, but I have to say by the time we got to the end of the episode, like it wasn't for you. It, it wasn't that it was, I found it, like bad i was just like very bored well that sounds bad like but yeah but i mean as in like i'm like this is not exciting at all well i think the action stuff was quite fun 
Uh, like it was, you know, it's easy to follow and it was silly and there was a lot going on. And then I think when it gets into all the plotty stuff, I think it's kind of like you said, you've kind of been taught from the start of the drama to kind of turn your brain off and just go with the silliness and the funness of just seeing someone mm. jump through the sky from five different angles and this crazy actor. And then when it starts getting into very plotty stuff where you're supposed to be following some sort of intense plot that also makes no sense because it's about wood carvings, um, you're just kind of like, oh, but I've already turned my brain off. It's too yeah. late to turn it back on again. Yeah. So you kind of miss it a little bit. And then it ends yeah. up being a lot of scenes of people just talking mm. that you're not really, you haven't been primed to listen to it. Yeah. I just <laughs> anyway, want to see someone, experience. you know, kick punch someone. Yeah. Mm. Well, you probably will if you keep watching the drama. <laughs> All right. I've got some questions for you, which we'll do in the next section. Cool. Thanks for the recap, Keith. You're very welcome. drama we've watched together yeah, since yeah. we started podcasting sure. can you rank them for me i can't even remember all of them to be honest huh. um i guess there's certain things like like i thought let's eat was probably the so one let's, let's eat season two by the way season two which is episode standalone. One. um yeah. i that was the one where i liked it the most for a few reasons um i liked all the banter in it i liked how they explained the antagonism trope in a way that's felt real mm. um i liked the main guy in it mm. um i also liked uh what was the other thing oh there's a couple of people in that just seemed like real people because everyone mm. in these dramas just look like these like ridiculous supermodels and just people mm. you never ever expect to ever see in real life I and there's a couple that of that's ag- another reason that a lot of people enjoy to watch k-dramas right okay because everyone's so beautiful yeah i don't like that um i do like I find that such a barrier to the story. Like, it's kind of like, it's so unrealistic. But I, I like, there was a couple of people in Let's Eat that I liked that. I was like, oh, wow, I don't know what people. Um, <laughs> so Let's Eat was cool. Um, Boys Over Flowers was, like, it is horrendous. But I guess, like, there was it. a lot of fun watching that because it's horrible and hilarious in so many ways. Yeah. It almost like sometimes... It gave you a little kick. Yeah, I even remember things. I go, wow, like, you know, it just kind of comes back to me. Um, yeah. But it did really set the benchmark for my understanding of K-drama. Mm. Um, there was other ones. We've, I can't even remember some of the other ones. We did Scarlet Heart Row on Patreon. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Um, I don't know why that one didn't really stick with me. Mm. And uh, that had, that's Ejun Key as well, right? Was. Maybe it's because... Yeah, half mask. Maybe it was a half mask. It was you only it was face. only him at fifty percent of capacity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's faded from your memory. That's right. Yeah, fifty percent e junkie is not it's enough. Not e enough. Keys. I mean, I'm I guess I'm used to hundred percent e junkie, yeah. so that's why my tolerance level is quite is high. Hundred percent e junkie is better than only fifty percent. Um, but um, what uh, we, we did, did strong woman bong do soon. Wasn't, wasn't that into that one? I mean, mm. there were some funny parts in that, mm. but I wasn't as big into that. Um, there were some good moments. Um, we did uh, Tamra as well, yes, we did. which was just weird Dream high. Um, and <laughs> Dream High, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I, I don't know. This, I guess it's really just like there's a couple that I sort of think are all right and then it's just the rest. Right. You know? What is There's something else we've done too, surely. We've done more than we that. We did this, man to man. But we did some other ones too, haven't we? No. Oh, okay. But we did the whole of... Flower of Evil. Flower of Evil. Actually, to be honest, I'll put... Flower of Evil's on Patreon. Yeah. We recap the whole thing. I'll probably put that one in the good pile as well. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. a, it's a good drama. It's a very good drama. Some major issues with it too Yeah, but well. it's a great drama overall. It, some issues. It's what you think, yes. yes um, that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, but you did watch the whole thing. I did do that, yes. yes. That was We something... recapped the whole thing. Yes. Never getting <laughs> I feel that time, very proud Never of getting us. that time back. No, you certainly not. <laughs> All right, so... Mm-hmm. 
Talking about man to man, what do you think will happen next? <sighs> Keep in mind, listeners, that neither of us know what happens next. I have no idea. I mean, just more action, more cheesy yeah. action. Obviously, this Agent K and the manager will get together. Like, mm-hmm. they're invited to be together. Um, she didn't vomit on him, though. Not yet. Um, presumably, she will <laughs> vomit on him. Or maybe he'll grab that. her wrist or something. I don't know. Yeah. And they'll have a fish kiss. And then she'll vomit on his face <laughs> during the fish kiss. <laughs> Have you ever well, had like have you ever like just connection. like layered like the most extreme tropes together and just like give you one giant trope like that, you know? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. another good trope is when they have like an accidental kiss. So she'll fall on him oh, and yeah, kiss I've him seen that one. or he'll fall on her and kiss her. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that That's one. That's sort of a combination of the fish kiss and that because usually that is a fish kiss yeah. because it's an accident. The accidental fish kiss seems more it makes more sense why it would be less unsavory kiss. i think than the yeah. you know, more fish kiss yeah as in i'm gonna kiss you i don't give a shit what you think and if you even want no, but, to well, <laughs> usually she's into it but she just doesn't show that with her face yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like she's showing her level of interest no, with no. her face at no, that no, moment no. um All yeah right. well, uh, i guess he's they're gonna get together they're going to go to Russia, probably, all of them. I guess, yeah. Um, so, actually, you know what? One thing I didn't like about this drama, which is interesting, like, I didn't like it being in Europe, you know? I was just like, oh, you know? And I'm from Europe, but I was like, oh, you know? I well, that's go- probably why you didn't. You're like, I've seen all this. Yeah. It's boring. Let's and go just, back to Korea. I like, oh, we'll go back to Korea now. Like, you yeah. know? Um, so, I could only imagine they're going to be in Europe again for the Russia bits. Um, there's going to be some more spy stuff, and then there's going to be some serious stuff with this evil dude. Who yeah. I presume is going to be the main antagonist, right? I think so. And how are they going to rope in this silly actor guy? Because he's going to be part of a crew at some well, point, right? He's th- going to be part of everything. He can't just be there for. for well, laps. I guess they're just going to be on his like tailcoats for a lot of the plot. But he's going to get roped into the series. Yeah, stuff, eventually he'll find out the truth, and then they'll be utilizing him. Oh, do you know? Do you know what it's going to be like? I think part of his thing is like, in so many things that he's in, he plays this action hero, can fight and do yeah. all this stuff. And then when he gets thrust into an actual real situation, he's going to be absolutely useless. Yes. And Agent K <laughs> is going to pretty much have to protect him the whole time. And he's going to be amazing. And it's going to show just how pathetic the guy really is. Oh, like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's I it's think going to be a contract. Kind of fun. And it's probably going to show be like a bit the of a manager funny, lady as well. Pop. Like, it's going to break some of her illusions about this yeah, actor guy. About how great, about how great he, is. he is because he's going to be so useless Shit, in these situations. Yeah, in actual yeah. reality. Yeah. So I can see that happening. That's kind of fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that. For me, there are elements like that are a bit hooky. I kind of like the idea. Like, it's a pretty fun idea to have this really arrogant, shitty, but yeah, you're right, action-focused star mm-hmm. who's going to be next to an actual real-life action star who yeah. is pretending not to be. Like, that does lead to a bit of fun and mm-hmm. comedy, I think. So I can really see that being quite uh, quite amusing, I think, yeah. down the track. And also, I guess it's, it is interesting to me how the romance is going to work because she's crazy here's here's a reference to something else non-k drama related i said i was gonna do it a lot but it just yeah. reminds me of you know remember in uh, king kong yeah and they've got that character who's he's playing like he's a they're filming a movie on the boat and he's like this action oh, star the peter jackson king kong yeah peter jackson set king in kong. the 30s yeah and he's playing an action star he's i can't remember what yeah, the actor's name yeah. is but then when they actually get to the island and things are like he's the writer really, guy yeah. who becomes the action hero. But, but remember he tries to do it yeah. and he's really crap like yeah. because he's he's just an actor he's not yeah. actually these characters that he plays um, that is pretty funny that's yeah. interesting because you know i guess we all do i mean maybe not you but 
probably me and all the other listeners, like, you know, you get really into different actors and actresses and you think they're so cool and so awesome and yeah. you see all the cool stuff they do on screen. Mm. But really, they're just people who are pretending. Apart from me, Junkie, because apparently he can do all that shit. Well, anyway. yes, he is. He does do Taekwondo, apparently. Exactly. He's a black belt, which is yeah. why he gets to do a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. Which is cool. At that time in Flowery, we was climbing outside yeah. the window. Yeah, and we saw the behind-the-scenes photo of him doing that. I feel like they actually did a mock-up photo where they showed him with the little harness because they didn't want people to try and recreate that because I reckon he just did it himself. <laughs> like, I, I feel like they're like, it'd be irresponsible of us for, not, for us not to point out that people shouldn't do this, so yeah. they just had him shoot it again. Don't do as but, Lee Jung-Kee does yeah. because he's better than all of us. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's what I've been trying to say for so long. All right. Um, Isn't it funny that I'm just like, like adamant, like anti-fan of anti fan of, of k-drama <laughs> but i'm i'm a huge fan of each other yeah well i'm just waiting for us to watch a drama with someone else in it that you attach yourself to like e yeah. Key, and that's going to open up a new pathway that resident evil 5 movie or whatever <sighs> just see no him, see him be in it see him not be in it enough all right we're back we're back we left for awkwardly half a second and now we're no, back. No, awkwardly back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. it's weird what I've written here in my notes, but I guess it's trivia time. Trivia time. So, trivia time. because you picked a drama called mm-hmm. Man to Man, mm-hmm. I thought we'd do some man trivia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some, is it manly trivia? Or no, what? it's Park Hae Jin man facts oh. about the man Park Hae Jin. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> I was is like, a man. where are we going with this? <laughs> I just meant he, he happens to be a man and he happens to be the star of this drama. Yeah. How often does he shave his face? <laughs> <laughs> Not one of my questions. Okay. So my question is true or false. <laughs> we don't need to know how often Park Hedgin shaves his man face. Okay. Probably daily, I guess. That's pretty normal. Isn't yeah, it? I was trying to think of like manly things and I was like, oh, that does is so stereotypical that it's not yeah. fair. I was like, you know... Does he, like, eat steak and watch sport? But, like, anyone can eat steak and watch sports. So. It's true. Yeah. Yes. We live in the that modern is, era. You know, steak and sports for everyone. Except for me. I don't or like vegan, either of those things. Or vegans who vegan hate steak. sports. Yes. Yeah. All right. Which anyway. is basically me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on. Right. From all of that. Sure. To our man trivia. Man trivia. <laughs> so, true or false, Park mm. Jin man facts. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Park Hae-jin collects sneakers and has over 1,800 pairs true I don't know the internet said this was true so I presume yeah. it's true he is a fashion designer true I think it is true the internet said it was yeah. true he has a wax figure true I think it is true that's what the internet said yes I don't really know much about Park Hae-jin well you know how I know how to win at this game because it's you, always true because you just look up a fact it's not a like True well, or false. then I'm like, like, I should be making up some, but it's yeah. really hard to know. This was my favorite. Okay. So I looked up Park Jin facts yeah. on the internet, and the internet had this fact. Park Jin loves his fans. <laughs> I presume that's true. Well, I mean, I do too, but I thought that, like, if you How look up know? fun facts about Park Jin, and the number one is like, he loves his fans, I'm like, that sounds like fan service I feel me. like that was written by a fan. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's very funny. Park Jin is almost 40 years old. Is he Asian K? Yes. Uh, yeah, true. True. Yeah, yeah. He was born in 1983. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he looks it. Now it's time for our theme tune. 
Oh, <laughs> I love that you forget. I have forgotten. Yes. Oh, All my right, God. theme tune for Man to Man. All right. He's chewing gum, so we'll see how he can do this. Mm -mm. And the gum is gone. The gum is gone. And the gum is gone. All right. Man to man, you know what's the plan. No one can do it, but this man can. It's man to man. Agent K, actor guy, gonna get in his way. Man to man, explosions and stuff. Sniper shooting up a school bus. It's a man to man. Man to man, you know we can, cause that's the manly plan. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Oh, that couldn't have been more manly or perfect. Should we email the the creators of Drama? Yeah, change their We want to make this a new official theme. It's much more manly than the theme tune that they have. I do like that the drama's called Man to Man because that makes for some easy rhymes. Also, Special Agent K. Yeah. I think Scarlet Heart Row was like impossible. Like, ah. I thought you did a great theme tune for that one. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, goodbye, listeners. Well, actually, we've got for... another section to record. Oh, okay. Hello, listeners. We'll see you again in a <laughs> yeah, second. And also, remember, everybody, to listen to the very end of this episode because oh, we gosh. are going to play the test song that G whipped up for no reason at all while we were trying to record yeah, this you... drama, but he was doing that instead. Please note, you don't actually have to listen but to you this. Should. And don't traumatize you. But you could if you wanted to. the nonsense I made. Mm -hmm. Okay. to the very end of this week's episode of this Korean drama podcast show. Thanks so much for coming on G and doing a recap. Thanks for having me. Um, and this time it is the end. We got, we got it. Right. Yeah, except for the, the tune after this. Oh, so it's not actually the end. No, okay. there's another bit. This never ends. This is the infinite episode. <laughs> the man-to-man -man episode will continue forever. 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 Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is the part of the show where I say a massive, massive thank you to all those lovely people who have chosen to support the show on Patreon. Thank you guys so very much. Um, also, G and I do a lot of extra kind of guest count bits for Patreon. So we've got Scarlet Heart Row, the first episode recapped on Patreon. Also, Strong Woman Do Bong Soon, the first episode. Yeah. And we have recapped now in its entirety, which I feel very proud about because it's, it's the only one that we've ever done that for. Uh, we've recapped the entirety of Flower of Evil. Yes, it was Patreon. a struggle, but we got through it. <laughs> she it says was, it was a struggle. It was an epic I struggle. had a great time. 16 one hour long episodes. They're actually longer, they're about an hour and a half. So. Oh, God. <laughs> It was really, it was really it was fun tough and going. I feel very proud. Yeah. Also, I'm we're completed, so we did finish. I'm still recovering. He is still recovering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great. So if you want to listen to it, you can check those out if you'd like to. And uh, also a big thank you to everyone who's leaving you know, comments and feedback and stuff about yeah. you know, the, the podcast. It's uh, nice to know that. He means him specifically on the podcast. No, look, I don't. <laughs> it's nice that people like it. You know, I think and, it's uh, nice too. Because I, thought, I, thought, nice. I thought I was going to just make lots of enemies and people were just going to hate me. But um, for like, you know, having a... Uh, Contrary opinion. Yeah, fresh hot take on page <laughs> <laughs> Um But you know, it's cool that you know that uh, people are enjoying it. So yes, yeah, it is. Thanks. It's really great. Thanks. Thank you all so very much for listening. Um, and yeah, hopefully you'll tune in again next week for another episode about K drama. Ah.
Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Thank Until you. next week, this is Lee Evie over and out. Bye. Test, 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 test